Welcome back to the Jake and Bauer Show. For four decades, folks in Los Angeles, California, came to know and love Fritz Coleman as their weather reporter on KNBC. He's also, and was beforehand, a stand-up comedian with a brand new special called Unassisted Living Now on Tubi. You know, up until the variants and the sub-variants showed up, like two years ago, we thought COVID had left California, probably because of the cost of living. (laughs) But then along comes the Delta variant. We thought, oh my God, what a horrible name. Why don't you just call it Soylent Green and get it over with? (laughs) But that wasn't good enough. It wasn't scary enough. Then we had to have Jason Bourne and the Omicron variant. So contagious, you can catch it just by gazing into Dr. Fauci's eyes. Please welcome Fritz Coleman. How are you guys doing? I'm happy to talk to you. We are doing super, and uh, I'm taking this Bauer over here. Fritz, nice is to it, meet you guys. Is it is it weird to talk to us and not have us say, and now here's Fritz Coleman with the weather? Not at all. No, I don't miss that one stinking bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, we're in the great state of Minnesota. I think you would have enjoyed a career here. Oh, no. No, I only got this job because I was in Los Angeles and there was no weather. I got my job from working <laughs> at the comedy store in Sunset Boulevard. And uh, and it's the same weather pattern in L.A. from April to October. The forecast is morning clouds and fog, hazy afternoon sun, high and below 70s. Wow. My whole job is just to figure out new ways to say that every day <laughs> and pretend I'd never said it before. So I couldn't work out there. There's real weather out there. That's where the hardy people live. That's right. And Bauer and I did used to work in San Bernardino in the EI in the Inland Empire, uh, IE. And so we know what you're talking about. (laughs) Oh, my God. What station did you work at? Uh, X103.9. Oh, my gosh. A lot of people started there in the Inland Empire. There's small radio stations, Riverside, San Bernardino, Upland, all those places. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. A lot of, also a lot of meth labs uh, started in that area as well, just so we're all clear. (laughs) And by the way, a lot of porn shot there too. a lot of porn shot there as well. (laughs) I know, but real estate prices are reasonable, so it's nice. Well, the further you get out, if you go past, uh, you know, if you get out to Palm Springs, it gets uh, unheard of again. Yeah, exactly. I know. Oh, that's insane. I don't know how people live there. That's like living on the surface of Venus. So, I don't know how people live out there. So you then were comedy store, you're a comedy store guy. And, and what kind of, like, who were you working with? Who were you sharing the stage with at the comedy store at the time before you became the weather guy? Well, I my first uh, days there were in 1980. I came out to California that was the tail end of what you would call the big comedy surge, which was the Letterman, Leno, Freddie Prince era, uh, where there was a, a comedy venue in every town. There were yeah. as many comedy venues as there were Starbucks. And it was just the tail end of that. And I got to L.A. at the end of what was the strike. The comedians never got paid in L.A. until they struck in 1979 and 1980. Uh, the, the, the owners of the clubs in town, uh, were very condescending and said, no, you working on my stage is like going to comedy college. Uh-huh. I'm giving you the gift of performing in Los Angeles where you could be discovered and become a big star. I'm not paying you anything. Right. In the meantime, these club owners are making zillions of dollars with a cover charge and drinks and becoming millionaires. And they're not paying their entertainment talent, which is insane. So the the guys had to strike. Well, I got to town just when that thing was resolved, and I was so glad because it was crazy. 
Yeah, I bet. Do you remember the first joke you told on stage at the comedy store? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can remember I, I can remember the first joke I told uh on the Tonight Show. I did the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson mm -hmm. and I talked about I love to shop at Kmart because everything is so combined. You can buy wedding dresses and snow tires in the same department. <laughs> and I and um and, you know at least it seemed funny at the time. Sure. But anyway, so no, I don't remember that first one. It's just such a terrifying experience. Sure. You immediately purge it from your memory. Well, Go ahead, Jake. Did they have Kmart in Southern Utah or Southern California? Oh yeah. Say that again. Did they well, have they Kmart years ago? That was forty. That was thirty-five years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, they did. No, I mean, I grew up with Kmart in the Midwest, but I just I was always fascinated with the fact that it. it it didn't seem like a chain that would make it in like an LA or a New York. <laughs> it's like, those are not the people that would shop at a Kmart, just like good Midwest people. Oh no, but it's, they sort of fill the demographic of the Walmart yep. now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're bigger in like where you guys worked. I think there's a Walmart, like seven city blocks wide in the Inland empire. Good and, Lord. Uh, they, you know, they, it, it was reasonably priced stuff with, uh, you know, bulk stuff. You, you buy a pallet of toilet paper when you go right. in there, that kind of stuff. Yep. And, anyway. and the one in the Inland Empire also has uh, meth. So that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> they do. And guns. Guns yeah, and yeah, meth. You right. One-stop shop. It is. Right. A, that is a one-stop shop right there. If you find the bathtub at Home Depot, you are all set and ready to go. So, <laughs> Fritz, with this the, the stand-up special uh, called Unassisted Living, first of all, what made you decide, that I, I want to I mean, I, I want to do this special. I need to get this special out there. I have a lot to well, say. Well, I, I, uh, I've been, ever about, about 30 years ago, I started doing this thing, and I came up with a title. I don't know that it's an official title. It's called a single topic monologue okay. where I would do a 90 minute show about one thing. The first one I did, it was purchased by public television in this town and run on Father's Day every year for seven years was called It's Me Dad. It was me talking about being a divorced dad and, um, you know, all the struggles and just being honest with your kids. And uh, then the second one I did was called The Reception, which was about divorce. And then the third one I did was about the news business called Tonight at 11. It was about oh. the 11 o'clock news. And then the one I did preceding this one was the first one about me just discovering I was getting old, going, oh, my God, I'm old. It was called Defying Gravity. And this one is about, you know, for old people and their parents, it's settling in and being retired. And just uh, it's uh, somebody somebody reviewed it as a great baby boomer support group. That's all it is. Oh, it's about, I like it. It's about um, having, I, I, I watched my grandchildren during the pandemic and they're at home going to school on, uh, you know, on Zoom and your head's exploding every day. And it's just, you know, common experiences and it's a lot of fun. Okay. Let me ask you one more question here, but I know we're running out of time, but you were in the era of the Johnny Carson show. You performed there. That's correct. Today's world, who would you say is closest possible um, Johnny Carson, not Johnny, but who would be the, the closest possible one? Nobody. Nobody. I, 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 I would say, I'll tell you why, because he, he was the man and there were three networks back when I started like 1980 or so. And, uh, and one appearance on the tonight show could transform your career. Yeah, right? I, it would up your club pay. It would up your bookings. It would give you national recognition. And it was, it was, I always tell people, 
Um, I'm not Jewish, but I always said doing the first Tonight Show is like your comedy bar mitzvah. Once <laughs> you do that, you know, you you have passed into the pantheon of uh, of professional comedians. And uh, it's just just the experience of it was amazing. Now the thing is, you've got uh, three late night hosts who are all wonderful at the way they do it. Mm-hmm. And then you also have the Daily Show. So Carson used to be the guy that would tell jokes about uh, the current events and be like the zeitgeist of the American opinion. Now everybody's sort of tuned to him to find out how they felt about stuff. Now you've got, you know, comedy specials on Netflix. You've got, you've got Colbert, you've got uh, Jimmy Kimmel doing great um, current events material every day. It's just different. Yeah. That's sort of amortized over more people. But back in the day, it was only Carson. Yeah. Real quick. And, and this is uh, just a follow up to that. Did he invite you to, over to the couch? I never went to the couch. Uh-huh. The, every time I was on there, I was on with such a big star. They didn't have time. The first time I went on, the headliner was Barry Manilow. Oh, my oh gosh. Wow. And these, these were women, you know, women who uh, camped out overnight in front of the Tonight Show studio. <laughs> well, sure. He wrote the songs. He wrote, <laughs> he wrote the songs. He did. And, 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 you know, and the thing about it was when, when the show was on, if Barry Manilow wasn't talking or singing, the conversation was breaking out amongst the audience members. Nobody cared. Uh, so, you know, so, uh, anyway, uh, listen, I was just honored to be on there and it was, uh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Moments. Absolutely. Yeah, and a lot of comedians don't get involved. I was just curious if you were one of them. I never made it to the. I never made it to the couch. Okay. All right, Fritz. Uh, we are looking forward to seeing Unassisted Living airing now on Tubi, uh, and also uh, we'll, we'll, we didn't get a chance to get into it, but maybe we'll have you back to talk more about your podcast as well. If we can kind of get into that I'd a little bit to. later on down the road, that'd be fantastic. But best of I luck. I really appreciate with unassisted the living. To tell your listeners about it, guys. Thank you so much. Absolutely. You got it. Thank you. Take care, Fritz. Okay, bud. Our thanks to Fritz Coleman. His special Unassisted Living available right now on Tubi. Go check it out. We will be back tomorrow for a Thursday edition of the Jake and Bauer Show. Until then, for Jake and myself, see ya.